Welcome to the BFA Life Podcast. I'm your host, Josh. My co-host, Nathan, won't be joining us today. He's actually in the United States right now. Looking forward for his return. But hey, I have a great show for you today. Uh, I sat down with the chaplain's department here at Black Forest Academy and just talked about uh, what's coming up this year, talked about their heart and their passion for the work that they do here at BFA. And so I'm really excited to share this with you guys. Stay tuned right here. Don't go away. Welcome again to the BFA Life Podcast. Why don't we start with you, Christy, and I'd love to just go around and everybody in the room just kind of say who they are, um, what role they play within the department, and then we'll get into more. But so awesome. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Um, my name is Christy Martin, and I'm the lead chaplain for BFA right now. My name is Daniel Katz, and I'm the middle school chaplain. Thanks, Josh. My name is Ann Wilhelm, and I am admin assistant to the chaplain department. And I am Lance Dockery, and I am the assistant chaplain. And I am brand spanking new. <laughs> brand spanking new. Welcome, Lance. Yeah, so we have Lance here who is um, brand new, as he just said. Um, Christy. One weekend. Yeah, you guys have been in country for not even what? Yeah, a little less than two weeks. Okay. Yeah, so tomorrow will be two weeks. Wow, nice. that's awesome. Um, I want to get into maybe a couple minutes about kind of how you came, but I also want to hear... Um, Christy, how long have you been doing this? How long have you been here? Tell us kind of, um, your journey leading up to this point. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, uh, my husband and I, David, um, we have four awesome kids and we, uh, Dave, when David and I got married, um, we moved right to Germany just three months later. And so have lived over here for 23 years total. Wow. Um, our kids were all born in Germany, except for one who was born while we were in Texas for a very short little stint. And so uh, we always imagined them being a part of German schools, their whole uh, educational career. And then we got into a, a hard situation um, where one of them just was not thriving in school. And so then we stopped and took a look at it. Was this God calling us away from doing ministry in Germany or did we need to find a, a solution? We just really did not feel a release on our time here. And so we started to imagine then what could we do? How could we help her thrive? We are part of Young Life Ministry, and so we love kids. Uh, that's our whole ministry. So we couldn't imagine continuing in ministry where one of our own children wasn't going to do well. So um, someone suggested BFA, and we had really, uh, we had been a part, David had spoken at a spiritual emphasis week for BFA and at a high school retreat one time, had done a few chapels before, and it was really, it was an area where we didn't think that we would ever be a part of that community. Um, mm. And then uh, the next thing we knew, it was really, we figured out it was kind of the answer for, for the school needs that our kids had, and over time, um, this is our ninth year in Condern, and so over time, we really realized it's been an answer for our whole family. It's been mm. part of what made our kids' middle school and high school experience um, so special. And I think it helped them 
feel like they weren't the only ones. I think when they got to BFA, they didn't even realize there was this difference about them. Um, they had always had really good German friendships, but when they came here, they just felt understood. Mm. And the teachers had a huge impact on their self-esteem and their walks with the Lord. Mm. And so, um, so it became a very easy thing for our entire family to buy into because uh, we love our kids so much. We wanted to be a part of their lives. And so uh, David and I started serving as small group leaders. And then um, I started tutoring kids in math just to be around kids. Mm. And uh, the next thing I knew, I was teaching geometry. And so I did that for a couple years. And then uh, an, a position came open as assistant chaplain, and I applied for that because really what I love is just being with kids and talking about Jesus. And so I uh, started doing that for a couple of years, and then uh, the lead chaplain was heading out, and so started to apply for that position. And that was a long journey. Um, BFA hasn't had a female chaplain before, and so it was really just mm-hmm. a, a place where even BFA needed to kind of sit back and decide how they felt about a woman in a position um, like this. And so that was a really good journey, a really Mm. positive journey for me, I'd say. Um, And I felt really affirmed by, and Mm. I continue to feel really affirmed by this school and the leadership. And so that's been, yeah, an excellent experience for all of us. So now three of our girls have graduated um, from BFA. Our son is a senior. And David and I, I think as we look at our journey here we're just trying to mm-hmm. figure out how we can continue to stay in mm-hmm. this community and continue to serve here awesome mm-hmm. so this is your third year of being lead chaplain. so this is the third year of being lead yeah. chaplain yeah awesome exactly awesome and daniel have you always been in the chaplain's department when did you step into this role no i've not um i moved to condon four years ago um and i was an ra in one of the dorms in house malgenhart um for three years before shifting to the middle school chaplain role a year ago. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Great. And then um, the other two in the room, actually, this is their first year in the department, but I know, Anne, you've been here a few years already. What were you doing before stepping on board this year? Yeah, I have been here for a few years. This is our um, fourth school year. And my first two years here in Condren, I was an RA with Daniel at Malgenhard. And last year I got married and did language school. And then Christy asked um, me to be a part of this team. And so, yeah, this year is my first year in the chaplain department. That's awesome. I love the kind of the dynamics already. Like it's, it's only the first full week of school, but I love how students already know you and you've seen like you already are like, like you've been in this role for a long time. But it, this is your first year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I'm glad you noticed that. Yeah. It is great to be back and yeah. to be with the kids. And yeah, I'm excited for this school yeah, year. Yeah, that's awesome. So Lance, tell us, where have you been <laughs> up until this point? I know you have so much background with youth and youth ministry and all of that. And just I've been hearing little bits and pieces as you've been telling your story. But sure. Kind of tell us your background and your passion for now being here. Okay. Well, I uh, grew up in West Texas, um, and immediately after graduating from college, went into student ministry as a uh, vocational calling from the Lord. And so I spent about 16 or 17 years in student ministry in the church. 
and then for the last four years, uh, my family and I have been serving at a Christian camp uh, just outside of Houston, Texas. Uh, and so my wife, Carol, and our three kids and I, um, we just felt like the Lord was doing something really cool in our hearts uh, and for a long time. And our story's pretty long, so I won't go into all of it now, but maybe I'll come back at a later time and we'll chat. <laughs> but uh, we had the opportunity, Carol and I, to uh, come and visit Black Horse Academy uh, as a part of a Spiritual Emphasis Week with the middle school uh, in 2018. Uh, and over the course of that week, as we got to hear more about how Black Force Academy um, ministers not only to students in a really intentional way as they learn who they are in Christ uh, as a part of their education, which is super awesome, mm-hmm. um, we also just kind of fell in love with the heart of BFA for the families of so many mm. of those students who are um, primarily missionary kids um, and felt like this is exactly what we want to do. Mm. This is exactly where we want to be. Mm. Um, and even over the course of that week that we got to spend here, we were afraid to tell each other that we felt like this was exactly where we yeah. were supposed to be uh, until um Shortly, super shortly afterwards, uh, we were in communication with Christy just about the possibility yeah. of coming and maybe filling a chaplain role. And so we began praying, uh, and the Lord, in His faithfulness, has done some really cool things mm-hmm. in the course of these last two years or so now, almost a hmm. uh, year and a half. Uh, and he, he made a way for us. And we said yes to that calling and Mm. are so excited to be able to uh, be a part of what not only BFA is is doing in the lives of the students uh, here, but the way this team is uh, intentionally investing in the lives Mm. of teenagers uh, for the gospel and uh, in a way that's going to allow them to flourish as they move from here to whatever's next for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that really excites me, and, and I'm really happy to be a part of it and can't wait. And I'm glad Anne's here because everyone knows her, and she's <laughs> she's important. That's so great. Lance, <laughs> <That's very funny. laughs> so excited that you're here. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm just excited for, for all that you're going to bring to the table. Um, I'd love to hear kind of going from that and Lance you hit a bunch of points that I know are on the hearts of all of us here in the room but what is like the main purpose role goal vision for chaplains and chapel and the spirit the whole spiritual care side of the school Um, and then we're gonna get into how that's actually practically played out but what is the Hmm. what's the actual what's the goal what's the vision maybe Christy if you want to start okay um, it's really hard to sum it up. I mean, I think we have a statement that's written up and that's very succinct and, mm-hmm. um, we thought about the words and all of those good things. Um, but I think practically speaking, the way that that plays out every day is just that we literally are all on this journey here being sanctified. And I think it's displaying that, that journey with kids and just pointing out that that's a real thing that mm-hmm. we're all walking through. 
And so there isn't um, necessarily any kind of goal that I have. I don't um, need for a kid to get from point A to point B um, in a, in a school year. Um, I think it's a lot more about what God's been teaching me about myself and uh, the places that he wants to enter into my life and sharing that with kids and it being this kind of conversation that we're having with them. And, and we certainly put elements um, and opportunities for kids to grow. And we're trying to think those things through. Um, mm-hmm. I think one of my favorite things is just trying to figure out ways to let these kids know they're delighted in, um, mm-hmm. in the Lord. And so some of the programs that we get to do, there are surprises and things that we, um, yeah, we just, we put in there so that they know how loved they are. And, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I think that, I think the point is just making sure that kids understand that there is a God that loves them. He's a priority to us. And, uh, and we're still on a journey of just figuring out how significant we are to him. And mm-hmm. so inviting them on that journey. I love that. Um, kind of the, just a holistic approach and it's a case by case basis, especially in, in youth ministry, everybody's at a different yeah. place. Um, and I think, um, that's the thing that when I look at scripture and the way that Jesus interacted with people, there were definitely these big moments where he addressed large crowds, right? Because mm-hmm. so, so many people were drawn to him, but so many of the significant things that we see and that, that touch us are when he have the, he has these one-on-one moments with individuals mm-hmm. that we can identify with. And so we really have to look at it that way. We have to look at it as we get these mm-hmm. one-on-one moments and that it's not this goal of like, um, yeah, sweeping revival. We don't, we don't plan for <clears throat> sweeping revival. We yeah. plan on entering into lot li- and in, entering into lives and conversations with kids one at a time. Mm. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And before we get into, cause I know there's, there's so many like high points of the year as far as different events that you guys hold in different, um, retreats or, or whatever they may be. Um, I just want to hear what are the almost, are there any challenges that you guys come across that are unique, that you feel like are unique to BFA? Um, or are there any, like, what are the main challenges that you're seeing in the student body? Um, or is it just, you think that it would be, is it, these are the same challenges all across the board. Like we're all, mm. we're all in this fallen world. Like, No, I, I think BFA kids are different. Um, I think they're every, every school that, that I've ever been a part of and student body that I've been a part of, uh, there have been unique challenges and, and things that would pull their hearts away. Right. Mm. And so, um, the things that I feel like I see here a lot of times have to do with, um, being taught maybe even how to share the gospel and being taught the, the reality of the gospel, but not that not sinking into the to what a belief system that this kid actually has like they know they know the facts but actually living that out and it being real for them mm-hmm. um or them being committed to it i think hasn't always happened and so that's that's a difference that i think is pretty significant because they can probably recite most bible verses and they know a lot mm-hmm. of the significant stories um, and interactions Mm -hmm. that Jesus had. Um, 
I don't know that they always apply those to themselves or step into them as real for themselves. But yeah, what would you say? Yeah, it's such an interesting tension to try to name and distinguish. Is this place and are the people here more or less normal or is it um, is there some very unique piece of it? And I, I hesitate putting any specific words because I don't think I can stay honest to reality and put like a few boxing in words to mm-hmm. these kids or the people here yeah. and be fair to like who who they are in, in their entirety. Um at the same time, like they're they're kids, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and we're people. Mm-hmm. So some of the foundational pieces of yeah, we're broken people on this journey with God and we're all in this connected by the school right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um sure, those things are definitely normal. Um and then at the same time, um our kids are uh bilingual, trilingual, have flown through dozens and dozens of countries mm-hmm. um and have a very different flavor than yeah. uh white middle class west or uh urban yeah. or rural urban or rural mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they just have layers of experience and a very different mm-hmm. type of context for understanding the world so mm-hmm. one yeah. thing that i really admire about you guys is we're in a christian school we're in a missionary kids school But you guys aren't just painting this picture of, oh, we're all Christians. And you're you're always very upfront and vocal, like, guys, if you don't believe this, that's okay. We can talk about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like having been at BFA, I don't know if that was, if it was that much, uh, if it was that obvious when I was a student. Hmm. I think it was a little more tailored to, okay, you've already quote-unquote said the prayer you're already a christian sure. yeah sure. so let's talk about those issues but we're yeah. very aware you guys are very aware that not everybody in this school not every student has a relationship with christ and um so i really applaud you guys for that and kind of always seeking seeking out and reacting to the reality of the situation rather than mm-hmm. what the what the um what the assumption might be sure in our student body i i think interestingly though and and i think we just have to keep speaking that mm-hmm. i don't know if students always feel that there isn't though a pressure to be a certain way and and i guess that can be any at any high school in the mm-hmm. world that mm-hmm. there's sort of unwritten expectations and things like that so i think an interesting challenge that we face is we're facing this invisible this invisible expectation every year, mm. and so it is so significant for us to remind them that we're not perfect and we don't have these perfect expectations of them. And so it is such a, a fun journey every mm-hmm. year. And I think you have more and more people that buy into the reality. Oh no, these guys aren't having this expectation of you, but because of the turnover, there the reality is that there there are there are people and kids that struggle with thinking mm-hmm. we have to be a certain way. Yeah. And so um, that's kind of a, a fun uh, challenge. It's almost like it's the same challenge every year and it's completely different every year because yeah. the student body is different yeah. every year. So. Yeah. So let's talk about the year. What is, what is like the arc? I think, uh, so I'll kind of start off every year has a theme, mm-hmm. right? And then 
-hmm. how practically do we work through this theme throughout the year? Um, so I think that we just, uh, gosh, it's, it's tricky. Um, we get this really cool opportunity to start praying about a group of people that we don't even know who they're going to be. And so the, the theme actually develops over the previous year Mm -hmm. and it's almost like this unveiling of, um, what is to come. And I can't even say every, so far I've only been a part of three themes, but, Mm -hmm. um, like actually hammering it out. But as we work through this process, the notes that we have are kind of ridiculous. And we, um, as a chaplain team, sit around and we just throw out words that have been meaningful to us and what comes next and where do we see the student body going, even though we don't know who that student body is going to be the next yeah, year. Right. And um, so then it seems like we come to this consensus of saying, no, this is the word, this is the, this is the thing that we feel like God is moving us towards. Mm-hmm. And um, we really hammer through scripture, how what scripture encompasses mm-hmm. what we're experiencing, what we anticipate kids to be experiencing. I think it's a lot to do with us, though, too, because we really do value and think that we're part of this process, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't think there's not a second where I just go, oh, this is just for students. This is we feel like this is the theme that this BFA community is, is being brought through. And so, um, presence is our theme for this year. And it has been, it's, it's a really, in my head, this really peaceful reality of learning to submit to the fact that God is here all the time, even when the circumstances aren't what I want them to be. Mm -hmm. And, and when the circumstances are, and no matter no matter what is going on in my life or no matter how I feel mm. that he's still here. Mm-hmm. And so as we've been a part of even listening to some different organizations come up with their goals or their, um, yeah, some of their goals or their themes for the year, it has confirmed that overall theme that we have in the spiritual life department, which has been really fun. Mm. So yeah, I love to see how God's working yeah. through that. I love that it's a yeah. natural progression out of last year's theme which was Mm. truth and love and it was really a year of unpacking let's get to the bottom of these hard issues let's talk about um the really the issues that students will would like to veil in their Mm -hmm. own lives or um the taboo issues um let's let's just disperse that and let's let's make that something we can talk about and then that ground that you guys kind of tilled last year and kind of left almost almost in a way unresolved there was no like like just here's a a nice little formula that we can use to solve all these problems um you know sin issues addiction um identity sexuality everything yeah Um, emotional and mental health emotional and mental health was a big big one. one and then i think since god is not formulaic whatsoever coming in and saying, all right, what does it mean for God to be present in all these things? Mm-hmm. That's kind of like the thinking behind all of this, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's honest to the reality of our own lives. I think we would be mm-hmm. doing ourselves a disfavor and our this whole school a disfavor if this theme was not connected to our own lives because of the core value of mm-hmm. um, all the programmatic things we're doing is facilitating these one-on-one yeah. real-life yeah. relationships. Yeah. So... 
oh man, if I put myself in a student's shoes, like, okay, 10 years ago, I was a student at BFA. Yeah. And if I understood that the adults, <laughs> you know, this ambiguous group of the adults actually like <laughs> intentionally felt like and, and moved in a way that says, we're in this with you. We are mm. this on the same playing field as far as us and God, like we all are in need of a savior that would have really changed my perspective. Hmm. Yeah. And so I, I hope that this generation listens to podcasts and hears you guys <laughs> talk like this. Um, and I know that you guys communicate this as much as you can all the time. Yeah. Um, but it's just so awesome to hear. So in so awesome. 2015, um, there was a chapel where, um, and I guess I'll just call him out because he yeah. was challenging us in that chapel. But Dylan Soso was a senior, and he was uh, invited to speak in chapel. And I will never forget because he just said um, he spoke to the students for sure, and he was trying to leave some great ideas with them. But then he turned to a staff and just said, "And we look up to you guys. We're we're whether we." seem to love you or hate you we're watching you mm. and <laughs> it's so important that you're displaying christ in in what you're doing here whether that's perfectly or imperfectly mm. but that you're just that we see that effort in your relationship with the lord that that's real mm. and i think that was such um it emboldened me at that point to just think yeah that he's right we yeah. we probably just need to be way more honest and i think it's such a tension for our teaching staff and and our adults in this community because there's this sense of needing to have some maybe even privacy in our own growth and things like that and then at the same time realizing that if if our our students sense things and if if there's not some sort of honesty and and reality mm -hmm. to this walk maybe not the details um mm -hmm. that certainly isn't necessary but yeah some sort of earnestness in in what our own efforts and our own um strivings and searchings and wanderings with the lord are then then it's difficult for them to know mm -hmm. what that looks like too and i i think they want to know that we're sincerely walking this yeah. too you know i wasn't there but i'm sure every heart of every student was like yes yeah yeah i think so <laughs> yeah that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I want to move into like, what are the awesome things that you guys get to plan, do? Um, I know we have SEW coming up. Maybe we can explain what those three letters mean. And then um, how does the kind of the progression of the year go? Um, and maybe this is just for somebody listening who either a parent or a student thinking about coming to BFA for the first time, like mm -hmm. what are the things that they're going to get to be involved in? Yeah. So, uh, SEW happens the first, um, the third week of school, the third week of school. Uh, but during the first three weeks, several other things are getting started. So we start mm -hmm. training chrysalis leaders. So seniors that have applied and interviewed for a role, um, to be a uh, middle school small group leaders of sorts, but mm -hmm. a part of this Thursday evening Christmas program, which you can say more about. And then adult small group leaders for high school small groups also jump into training. And then those two main programs, uh, 
kick off during SEW week. Mm. SEW starts for spiritual emphasis week. So it's um, three weeks into the school year um, after students have settled into a rhythm, settled into dorms, started meeting people, um, have gotten into a rhythm of classes. Um, We pause for a kind of foundational focusing for the year, a very intensive, let's dive into this theme um, and start off this journey um, uh, with a lot of context with one another and with scripture. And let's be very obvious and direct about we're going to do this journey with God mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And maybe yeah, you can someone, say more about that week in particular. Yeah. Someone once told me that spiritual emphasis week is put in the third week of school because you can only hold a facade for so long. And by the mm. time, like, so when everybody <laughs> shows up at school with their new clothes and their new shoes yeah. and their new backpacks and, and you might even come here thinking I'm going to reinvent myself or this year I'm going to be different. And um, things start to be really mm. pushed back and challenged or you're just tired of maybe trying to hold up this image yeah. that you really wanted to be um, about that third week. And that's where there's um, an opportunity for real honesty and growth. And so... Um, Everything that we're doing, as Daniel mentioned, in these first three weeks is to facilitate these one-on-one opportunities, these uh, these leaders that are going to lean into kids' lives, whether they're seniors that are going to really get to know these middle schoolers or small group leaders that are really going to get to know these high school students. Mm. Um, we are praying and preparing to just step into these places where kids are finally to the point where they're ready to go. Yeah, this is my efforts are not working. So what yeah. do I do? How do I how do I experience success in this year? And um, so we have an excellent speaker coming um, for the third time. Andy Custer um, will be coming, and Sean Newby will be bringing a worship team for the third time. Um, I think that that was a bit of a of a risk that maybe we just fell into completely by accident. Because I absolutely would not say that I realized the value in them returning so many times, but I hear yeah. kids already talking and going, Oh yeah, my, my friend, Sean, and he's <laughs> going to be coming back with, you know, and they yeah. know these guys and yeah. there is just this beautiful thing happening in the fact that they feel known by this band and by the speaker. And mm-hmm. they are because these people have been praying for them and keeping up with them and yeah. communicating with them. And, um, and this trust built up that they're going to, provide an honest, um, trustworthy message Mm. to them about who Jesus is and who he wants to be in their lives. And so I think we're really experiencing this cool opportunity of growth where they just, they know these people. Because historically it's been a different guest speaker and a different guest worship team every year. Every year. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think that's bad. I think that's a gift too, right? To hear these fresh new voices and new challenges. Um, but there has been something unexpectedly awesome about the fact that Andy and Sean feel so called to this place. And not only that, they have two two different church communities that feel called to sending them every year. Yeah. This is a big deal for those places as well. Mm. And I think last year they came in the midst of a hurricane hitting in one yeah, community. Right. And mm-hmm. so these people are sold out to our our community here at BFA. And, and they're both alumni. And they're both alumni. Yeah. And, and they're, um, you know, uh, Jen Custer also is an alumni. And mm-hmm. so she comes as well. And they just, 
literally spend a week pouring themselves into students mm-hmm. and pouring out their gifts of music and speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, and it's so much more than this week because they prepare and prepare and prepare for months. Um, so yeah, we are completely gifted and blessed to have yeah. these people in ev- like in the most true sense of those words, mm-hmm. um, to have these folks come. So they come and the idea is that, um, we, we experience this challenge in this moment where we realize that we're not strong enough to actually walk this life on our own. Um, and Mm -hmm. it's not in our own power. And I think with the theme of presence this year, I hope that's even more, um, powerful as they just go. Yeah. Right. I, I don't know why I'm trying to carry all this by myself. And I think even us, we're spinning our wheels pretty fast trying to get things started. And I think it's a moment for us as adults too to stop and go, okay, God's in control of this and Mm. I'm not in control of this. So Mm. yeah. So that's the first piece of our arc. So great. I'm Mm. excited. Um, I do want to talk about the other things that go on more about chrysalis, more about small groups. Mm -hmm. I know you have a mentorship program. Um, then there's, uh, SPTs Mm -hmm. in the spring, which are are service project, service project trips. Mm -hmm. I keep, you know, it's been, this is my fourth year here and I still say mission trips because yeah. that's what they were called when I was a student. Yeah, totally. Sure. And um, I think it was an easy, it was easy to call them M trips. Yeah. Uh, it's just uh, more dangerous for our hosts. Right. Uh, if we call them that. So we've right. had to step away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we have a high school retreat as well. Um, there's also um, a student led worship team mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that actually provides the musical worship every week in chapel so there's so much to unpack um, in the spiritual life realm here at BFA. And maybe we can just save some it's of that. It's going to need to be a series, I think. Yeah. We'll just keep I think we can that. save the details on those things <laughs> um, and maybe come back to you guys later when, you know, when those things are actually happening. Absolutely. Because um, I think we'll even have better insight into what those things are going to be like this year. Yeah. But, um so yeah, I think uh, this is such an exciting time, beginning of the year. The new students are here. SCW is coming up, um, and just grateful for you guys and all the hard work you put in behind the scenes. Um, there's an incredible amount of work that goes into coordinating all of this and praying and seeking and discerning the Lord's will in all of this, and then um, walking along students. Even I see students just knock on your door and you're ready and available to just sit down with them and talk. And um, so I really admire you guys and really grateful that you guys are here. And um, so thank you. Thanks for being here. Um, If you're listening and you uh, have any thoughts or questions or reactions to any of this that we've talked about, we'd love to hear from you. Um, You can write to me at communications at bfacademy.de. And yeah, let us know. Um, Uh, If you're praying for these students, we love to see the body of Christ all over the globe um, praying for us as we pour into these students and just praying for um, transformation to happen here on on campus at BFA. Um, One thing you can already be praying for is SEW, Spiritual Emphasis Week. We were just talking about it. It actually starts on September 16th. So, um... 
it's just a great week where all the students get to hear uh, a speaker and a worship team that comes and serves us and brings the word and um, brings fresh insight and it's a really great time to get focused as a school and unpack uh, our theme this year which is presence anybody that has grown up in the christian faith knows that at a young age we learn what to say we learn the right answers we memorize bible verses and there's a point where it needs to be internalized where it needs to be personalized and where our faith needs to be independent from our parents and whatever our upbringing taught us and so um, I'm just praying um, and I hope you'll pray with me for these students that that would become a reality for them this year that um, through all of the activities and all of the ways that Christ has displayed this year even SEW this next week um, that that would become real that their faith would become something that is just not a nominal set of beliefs but actually something that is real and vibrant and and something they can take ownership of all right it's now time for shout outs i want to acknowledge the volleyball teams and the cross country team you guys have been going hard since like i don't know day three uh of the school year and it's exciting we have our first cross country meet coming up this coming saturday so if you're in the area come support our falcons i also have a shout out for the middle schoolers um Love that you guys are running around campus, especially during lunch, and playing your nine square, and just bringing a lot of joy and laughter to the campus. Really glad you guys are here. I don't know if all of you listening know this, but a few years ago, the middle school moved out of the Zitzenkirch location and came down to the main building here, um, here on the main campus in Condor. So, but I just wanted to acknowledge that you middle schoolers, you guys are awesome. Um, so happy to see you guys here. And just a side note, I got to attend the middle school bash, which was an annual party that they have the first week of school. I shot a video of it and you can find that on our Facebook. It was so much fun, it was such a blast. Um, so go check that out, what it's like being able to just be silly in middle school here at BFA. Well, to all of you listening at home, thanks for tuning in once again to this podcast. Let us know what you guys want to hear. We'll continue to keep coming up with ideas, but it's always good to have your input. Communications at bfacademy.de. That's where you submit those. And I'll catch you in the next episode. See you next time.